Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. Today we are reviewing the newest Netflix blockbuster to release, The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling. Gosling? Gosling. I always mess that up. Gosling. Ryan and uh, Chris <laughs> Evans. Um, this week we were potentially going to do a double episode and also review Jordan Peele's Nope. However, Comic-Con was this past weekend, and there was too much to talk about, so we mm. decided to split it up. We'll do Nope next mm. week. We're going to talk about everything that happened at Comic-Con Marvel-related, of course, before we get into the Gray Man review. And just because it was such an easy list idea to do, we're also going to do a uh, – and maybe we won't have as much to say about the movie itself. Um, we're going to do a top five colors draft yeah. at the, the post-end of the movie review. You lied. You entirely Why lied. Why are you exposing um, us? We were going to do both, and then you said, hey, I'm kind of busy. Let's not do one. And I also think you just don't want to watch the scary movie. No, I'm going to watch that's it. part of it. I'm going to watch um, it. So I just don't want you lying to our listeners. We're a fully transparent pod here. Everything's out on I'm the table. I'm going to watch it. I, I've asked people, how scary is it? And all the comparisons I'm seeing is saying it's like signs. That's not I scary. can do that. That's fine. Me and Riley literally got in a debate like two weeks ago about how I thought signs wasn't a scary movie. And she said, yes, it is. I didn't really. I wouldn't consider it a scary movie either. I can handle that. Okay, that's good. But just don't just don't lie to the listeners next time. You didn't remember about Comic-Con until right like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Uh, it's like three minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gray Man, Comic-Con, Color Draft. Let's get into the show. of the time, it works every time. Don Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. I don't feel so good. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> Okay, Ty, so at Comic-Con, they revealed, they being Marvel, Kevin Feige, our Lord and Savior, revealed the rest of the plans for Phase 5 and Phase 6 of the MCU, dubbed the Multiverse Saga. This Mm. isn't going to be everything. They announced X amount of projects. I'll let you rattle them off here in a sec, but they also have D23 coming up. There wasn't a lot of shows that were announced at Comic-Con, so I feel like D23 is going to be a lot of the Disney Plus shows, which makes sense. Yeah, for Um, sure. And I might have some predictions for that after we talk about this. I want you to name me 
all the stuff, phase five and phase six, and name it for the audience in case they didn't hear it. And I'll just give you like a like a reaction, like mm. a yeah. Mm, just I just I yeah, know. I need a sound effect. Like that's a nice fish. That's a nice fish. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. First up, we have Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumanium coming out February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Initially, eh, now I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Followed up by a spring 2023 Secret Invasion TV show. Yeah. May, I don't know, 2023 Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fuck Groot. Wow. Excited, but fuck Groot. What a take. <laughs> Summer 2023, the show Echo. Mm. <laughs> Summer of 2023, the show Loki Season 2. Hell yeah, brother. Excited for that one. July something 2023, The Marvels. Captain Marvel sequel. Camilla yeah, Khan. Be good. Uh, November third, twenty twenty three. We have Blade. Be honest, I've never seen Blade, so I don't know what to expect. Okay. Fall twenty twenty three. We have Ironheart. I'm excited. Winter of twenty twenty three. It says slash twenty twenty four. I'm I'm guessing that means like right after winter in twenty four, and not hey, if we don't drop it this winter, we're waiting a whole another winter. Um, it's weird how they put it on the graphic. I think it's just either December or January. So yeah, no, that's but I'm just saying carries over no i know but like no one thinks of it that way you know i think winter actually doesn't officially start till like the third week of december so so in 2023 yes but like most of winter is in 2023 agatha uh name change coven of chaos was Mm -hmm. it was house of harkness or whatever Mm -hmm. coven of chaos how are they gonna keep her around without wanda is wanda coming back Mm -hmm. spring 2024 uh, we get Daredevil Born Again, eighteen episode season. Be honest, I've never watched Daredevil, so I like I know that was like a lot of people were very excited about that. Yeah, I felt indifferent. Okay, uh, this is when I joined the Daredevil train. Fuck yeah, that's when I jump on. May third, uh, twenty twenty four. We have Captain America: New World Order. I'm gonna say woke for that one because there's probably a lot of people that are saying that's pushing the uh, New World Order to fruition in real life. Oh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But very excited. July something, 2024, we have Thunderbolts. So I was excited about this, but then I read something like they literally described it as just like Suicide Squad. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it is. So this is something we've been on. I mean, we're not the only ones. We've talked about the Dark Avengers. We've talked about, you know, US Agent. All this shit they've been setting up. And I thought we'd get like a mini team-up movie, like a Captain America Civil War, Thunderbolts versus some of the Avengers. If it's them just doing government missions and fighting another bad guy, like, I don't know how excited I feel about that. How excited am I about a group of characters that's led by Kurt Russell's son? Even though he did do a great job. He did great. Murdered someone with that shield. Florence Pew Pew. She's pretty good, too. Fantastic. Love her. Yeah. Uh, Then we jump into Phase 6, Jay. Mm -hmm. That was all of Phase 5. Minus things to be announced. Possible TV shows and whatnot. Phase 6, we have in November 2024... The Fantastic Four. Mm, yeah, buddy. Yeah, um, buddy. We then have one, two, three, four, five, six empty slots yet to be announced. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. I it just is like winter twenty twenty. Like it just has like the different dates, like the other things did. All empty. Okay. I, ideally, they put that there because there's other projects yeah. they want to yeah, wait yeah. to announce. Yeah. May second, twenty twenty five. We have Avengers: The King Dynasty. Hell, fucking. Yes. The fucking Kang Dynasty. They aren't going to kill him in Quantumania. Not a chance. Well, actually, they might. 
But it doesn't matter. But there's going to be another one. That's how fucking another awesome Kang. Hell doesn't yeah. get, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, he's going to be in Loki season two. They'll fucking kill him there. They'll kill him in Quantumanium. Doesn't matter. Keeps coming back, baby. Doesn't fucking matter. Summer 2025. Summer 2025. Two unannounced projects. Mm-hmm. November seventh, 2025. Avengers. Is Secret that two Avengers movies in one Avengers year? Avengers Secret Wars. Sorry. Let me finish. Sorry, was that two Avengers movies in one year? Yeah, May and November. That's wild. So. Secret Wars, that's the one that everyone's been hyping up, right? Where it's like the multiversal war. And in the comics, there was like a guy who pretty much put all these villains on like one island in they one world and they fought each other. Is it going to be Kang just putting everyone against each other? Um, The plot summary is so long. I don't really know. I know that's when Spider-Man gets his black suit. Mm. So if they make Tom Holland get the black suit eventually, that's how. Uh, puts characters to their will to battle world. Yep, 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 yep. Um, different it's versions of It's like a watcher pretty much puts them there. I think there's something with the in, in, incursion, inversion, or whatever, yeah. where like the universe is I'm sure they'll collide. Because I don't know if it, like, hey, we're just going to go to this battle world and fight is going to play out well in a in a movie. <laughs> well, I think there'll probably be scenes at a battle world type thing, but I think... No, for sure. I think they're, they might actually be on a battle world, but the plot of, like, literally it's in the comics, like, the watcher or whoever, some being, like, just is, like, kind of bored and, like, hey, I'm going to make all these superheroes fight. Well, I do know that with it being the end of the multiverse saga, mm-hmm. 100% we're going to have alternate reality versions of characters and stuff facing off. Do they um, shut down the multiverse after this? I don't. Where do they even go after this? They still possible. have the Galactus thing up their sleeve. Yeah, I mean, they have the Infinity Saga, the multiverse saga. We could do the Galactus saga. I mean, I don't think Galactus is coming in this phase at all no we could do the mutant saga and have all the x-men and everything rolled in after this okay so this is something we didn't talk about on the pod because we didn't watch miss marvel they just completely name dropped the the mutation yeah so not a mutant in the comics but they said fuck it you're a mutant but that's the first time they've said it and there's also an upcoming project uh fuck what is it i just where there are so many of them it's i was watching a new rock stars video oh um fucking the Black Panther trailer also released. Black Namor. Panther Wakanda Forever. Namor yeah. is a mutant. Yeah. So the start of the mutants. And obviously they didn't release a lot of X-Men stuff. Uh, maybe that's what some of those empty slots are. I don't know if they're going to save the X-Men. Probably. Maybe this Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars is where they introduce them. That'd be sick as hell. Yeah. I'm, I did see a thing, and I don't know if it's true or not, but there was a contract agreement with Fox that carried over with the merger that stated – Professor X, uh, Magneto, all those main characters could not be recasted until 2025. Okay. Like okay. that was in their contract agreements for the actors and everything that they were Professor X and an X-Men They still movie. want those DVD sales, baby. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, but <laughs> that was with their contract with Fox to where if you made another X-Men movie, I am this character until this year. They probably had withstanding contracts with those actors themselves. That's probably why. Exactly. I would imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that carried over so... It says that they can't recast and start production on anything until, until 2025. Until 25, meaning with Phase Six ending in 2025, November 2025, that next thing would be prime time to start really, really doing X Men. Okay, let me print you some money here, Ty. Well, at the mainline X Men, because we can start introducing mutants like we have. But let me print you some money here. Talk to me, or print Marvel some money. Yeah, and maybe this is their plan. And we always come up with shit that they never do, but. They should. They should do more of what we say. They do the Kang thing, and there's obviously secret slots going up to that. Whatever it is, they're fighting Kang, whatever it is. And it's obviously multiverse, because multiverse saga. They introduce 
And it, they don't have to be in the full movie. It could be like a end of the movie, final fight scene, cut scene. Maybe, well, maybe not a end credit scene based on my plan. They're in the movie somehow. Maybe like 10 minutes, final battle, whatever. And it's like Wolverine and name the second most popular X-Men, Magneto, whoever. I don't fucking care. Professor X. Whoever. And there could be a few of them. So you do that in Kang Dynasty. Then those two untitled projects, you do like an MCU Wolverine origin story, MCU whatever Wolverine story, whatever the other character is, origin story. And then boom, in Secret Wars, you get even more of them in the central plot point and them like fighting and everything. And then that sets them up, but then it doesn't completely form the X-Men yet maybe. And then you form the X-Men after Secret Wars. Post credit, I'm making post credit scenes for movies that are coming out in three years. Fuck yeah! Post credit scene to, to Secret Wars is Professor X getting with Wolverine. I don't know the origins of X Men and like how they were formed, and there might be hardcore Marvel fans that hate this. For sure, he gets with Wolverine and Magneto, whoever. He's like, I think we need to form a team. We need okay. our own team or something. And then it's like, boom, you got all the X Men shit for the next phase. Fuck yeah, that's my plan. Okay, how do you feel about it? Um, yeah, comic fans would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> How does the X-Men form? It's Professor X and Magneto. They're friends, and then they start a school for children who have mutations to help them handle their shit and raise them. They eventually get Wolverine, but it's a school for I saw a tweet that said, like, mutants. wouldn't it be so funny if at Comic-Con they announced Wolverine and it was fucking Henry Cavill? I don't know why people, like, if he'd be a good Wolverine or not, but... As DC doesn't know who Superman is. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be fantastic. <laughs> because DC, their whole thing is fucking Superman. Everyone expected him at the DC slate. Never showed up. Speaking of, I'm going to do some internet research here. Um, while I do this, Ty, can you tell me your thoughts on the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer? That'll look great. Um, one of the best trailers I think Marvel's ever released. Just in like the, the sound and everything and the emotion. and like, I'm very, very excited for this film now. Um... I don't know if we're gonna get Killmonger back. If that's Killmonger in the suit, looks kind of looks kind of like a chick to me. I, I told Riley it looks like a chick butt. It does. I don't think that's Killmonger, but Michael B. Jordan, great shape. Do you watch new new rock stars sometimes? No. So they did a trailer breakdown. I actually really like their theory, and they're actually usually pretty good at like theorizing stuff. So yeah, not bad. Um, their theory is because there's a a line where the mother, I don't remember her name. Um, it's is, like lost everything or is family. giving a speech like all my family is dead yeah and then you get another scene with shuri crying shuri dies is in the, the shuri sp- dies well is in the spiritual realm because yeah. just like uh chadwick uh t'challa died in the first one obviously and he came back to life remember he falls off the he gets thrown off the fucking waterfall does, yeah and then they bring him back with the sand and the celestial plane and everything is that how they bring him back though I don't remember. It was like the sand or something. Yeah. Okay. And they gave him like the black Panther juice or whatever, yeah. but they obviously don't have that anymore. So it's going to be interesting. But, and that she goes to the celestial realm or whatever, pretty much. And like convinces Michael B. Jordan to come back somehow again, how they do this. I don't know. It's a fucking comics. They can figure it out. And then she brings Michael B. Jordan back to be black Panther. Fuck. Yeah. Which would be cool. Now I'm all for, I mean, if someone's going to take that role, you don't think Shuri, I I think if they recast like a T'Challa type character to tell like the T'Challa storylines and shit, Killmonger's that that Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger well, is that character. Recast, but yeah, yeah. No, but essentially yeah. continue out all the same story arcs that T'Challa had mm-hmm. that they wanted to do in the future. I think that's the character. Or you just say fuck it, you transition and you tell the Shuri storylines and everything with her as the female Black Panther. I know a lot of people wanted um not a Koye, but um, the girlfriend chick, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. remember her name. Yeah. Um, as Black Panther, also, I I don't know. I 
it looks like a really good movie. I'm really excited for Namor also. He looks well, like he's going to be, be the bad guy. Hopefully he goes 100%. good though. No, 100% he's the bad guy. But I want him not I don't want him to just die. I want him to stick around. No, he's he starts it like even in the comics. Yeah, he's like bad him and Wakanda butt heads. Yeah. And then he turns good, right? And then he's chilling, yep. Yeah. He will be a hero. He will not I bet my you fucking hope so. bet my fucking bank on it. You hope so. So Black Panther 1 made 100 100 1.3 billion dollars worldwide. And I was asking Riley like does this movie smash that? Yes. How close to two bill does it get? Mm. Because you have the same cultural impact that the first one had. Everyone that went and saw it for that reason the first time is going to go see it again. Yeah. You have just a bigger MCU, you know, and whatever. Like, you're going to make more money that way. So, and some of the, maybe some of the people who didn't see it for the cultural reasons, like, you know, part of the black culture but didn't go see it, you know, saw the first one at home or on streaming or whatever. It's like, man, I really got to see the second one. So, I think that's going to drive the money domestically. Um, seven hundred million dollars, which is a big, big number domestically. Huge, fucking huge. And obviously, like I said, Marvel's getting better, bigger. And number three, the whole T'Challa thing. Like, I feel like like we're gonna go see every Marvel movie opening night, first three days, whatever, no matter what. But like, I feel like there's a lot of people that are like just interested on in how they handle this. And like, yeah. it's Chadwick. He's not in it, but you know, it's probably gonna be kind of like a love letter to him in some regards oh no, for like, sure yeah they're gonna they're and he, gonna especially like his he literally died in the first movie you know t'challa died so like how are they gonna write him off in this one where he can't be brought back i also asked riley and i want to get your take on this what is the percent chance and this is obviously something that the family would have to sign off on that shuri does go to the celestial plane and we just get like a they reuse old footage slash cgi we know they could do that of t'challa he doesn't have to say a line but he's like you know sees his sister and just, you know, like some form of him is on the screen for just a little bit, you know? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think they do it. I know they could easily if they yeah. wanted to and make like a, you know, character model yeah. of Chadwick Boseman. Um, I don't think they do it. I think he's spoken of and referenced to, and we've already seen like a painting and shit mm-hmm. of him, um, which really leads to the same. Like, after Iron Man died in the MCU, we had paintings of him. Yeah, so, yeah. it's very much like they're going to address it. This character will have died somehow in the main line. Yeah. Um, I thought Riley smashed it because she was like, she's like, did he come back from the blip? And I was like, oh, shit, babe, you figured it out. He didn't come back from the blip. And I was like, and then she's like, oh, wait, so, no, he did. Yeah, he's he like did. the guy <laughs> when the portal's open. <laughs> yeah. He is the scene. It's him. But for, like, 15 seconds, I thought she, like, figured it out. Yeah, you're just like, oh, that's so fucking simple. <laughs> you thought they had that whole battle, and they're just like that one character. <laughs> nah, we're not gonna include that guy. Oh man, no, I, I think the movie itself looks really, really fucking good. Uh, well, I, just the trailer gets me excited. It doesn't really show much. Yeah, but it's like the best teaser trailer I think they've ever released. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Pretty good, and then just everything else like. You know, there was some Ant-Man stuff that wasn't released, but they showed footage. Was technically not released, but um, very much was released. I didn't actually watch any of the footage. Um, it's very little. The only line that people have been t- talking about is uh, King comes in and Paul Rudd's Ant-Man's like, oh, you know, don't do anything. Yeah, I'm like, an Avenger. And yeah, he's like, have I killed you before? Yeah. He's obviously he's killed a lot. Fuck yeah. I heard he looks awesome. Does he look awesome? Do you see him? He just looks like Jonathan Majors. Oh, he doesn't have like any. No blue, like the sh- oh. face mask or anything. Fuck, dude. Jonathan Majors was so good in Loki, too. He's fucking... Um, I'm very much looking forward to I'm him so being excited. in so many projects. Put him I'm, in everything. Well, that's what if Kevin Feige said in an interview. He's like, you know, wouldn't it be possible... He said something like, we we are glad we're putting this phase or whatever, this saga on Kang's back. 
you know, we're so glad Jonathan Majors can do such a great job playing all these different versions of King. And I was just like, ooh, fuck yeah. Love that. Um, do but, we think So do we think the version in Quantumanium is a different version in, in the King Dynasty? Probably. I think it's just gonna, he's going to keep getting more and more bad. Fuck yeah. I fuck think yeah. so. And I think uh, – no, I don't think, but um, a, a bad thing about that release is Bill Murray's in it. Yeah. I'm not a Bill Murray guy. I'm sorry. I, I just miss the Bill Murray boat. He's old. I fucking hated him on On the Rocks. He was not good, and I was like, everyone's like, oh, Bill Murray, what a guy. And like, On the Rocks. Let's, what do we give that? I've talked about it. It's like a 42 or something. I've talked about it before, and this is, has nothing to do with movies. I kind of didn't like how he just like took the whole Cubs World Series run and made it about himself. How about that? Did we not review On the Rocks? No, we did. It's right there, 53. Oh, it just wasn't showing up. <laughs> Bad movie. Um, I'm just not a Bill Murray guy. I've seen his older stuff. I've seen Groundhog Day. I've seen... Whatever old Bill Murray movie. You seen Ghostbusters? I actually haven't seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> you were going to say that, and you're like, oh, I can't. Um, I've seen the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters he's Afterlife. In, he's also in that. you seen Zombieland? I have. He's I, with you in the theaters. Yeah. Thanks for remembering. I, I remembered. No, you don't. Why did you ask me that? Because I fucking did, Jay. Garfield is his best movie. Oh, God. And yes, I've heard the Bill Murray Garfield story. Completely wrong. Completely wrong that he was in that. <laughs> Did not mean to be in that movie. <laughs> yes, he did. He did, and he just fucking... He tried redconning himself. Like, he tried distancing himself from it. Mm. Um, The thing I had to do research on, anything Marvel-related? Uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they showed some footage of that. Very oh, excited for that. Yeah, and I the the baby rocket, I saw that. Yeah, looked really um, sad. Now, I told Riley this. They, this was something on, like, a... I don't know if it was a James Gunn quote, or we had a conversation on the pod. It was, like, a leak, or... It was something about how the third movie was pretty much exploring a lot of Rocket's character arc. Like, I think James Gunn had a quote, like, years ago that, like, you know, the third film is, like, whatever, yeah. driven by Rocket, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it seems to be, obviously... Yeah, I mean, they announced the... I don't know if it was announced, but the High Evolutionary, or whatever character, who's supposed to be the one who made Rocket Rocket, mm -hmm. he showed up in costume... The actor for this. Oh, did he? I didn't thing. see that. Yeah. No, he showed up in full costume and everything for this panel. Like, he's very much going to be intricate into the plot and obviously exploring that backstory with Rocket, for sure. And it's just going to, like, a lot of them were very emotional. Yeah. Um, is that the guy from, that's the guy from yes. um, Peacemaker, right? Yep. yep. Nice. Good for him. I believe he got casted after they worked on Peacemaker together, and he was like, I fucking like this guy. <laughs> oh, James Gunn. Um, yeah, he looks really old in this still. No, it's going to be interesting though. Cause a lot of them were very emotional and they, you know, they kind of said this kind of completes their arc and everything. And like, I don't think they're going to kill him off, but are, you know, they could always bring him back for team ups. It's really easy to do that. But yeah. like for their wh story, what are they going to be moving forward? Yeah. I fucking, I don't know, man. And my other prediction, since we didn't get a movie confirmation and most likely D 23 is going to be a lot of the shows is, again, spoiler alert for Thor. We always say that spoilers just carry over. Um, I think they're going to do a Hercules show. I think they're going to do it. I for sure could see it. I yeah. think that's what they should do, too. I don't think I don't think you should just throw him in Thor 5. I need more Roy Kent. Ten, ten years down the line. And, like, as much as I love um, – I can't think of his name right now, but – Taika Waititi? Roy Kent. No, Roy Kent's character. Oh. Or his, the guy's real name. I don't remember his name right now. Um, Fuck, I can't either. As much as I love him – you're not leading. You're not releasing a, a movie, a Hercules movie, with him at the lead without at least a show or something first. You know, I think they're going to do a Hercules show, and I think it'd be sick. It would be sick. I uh, why the fuck Brett Goldstein? Brett Goldstein. So I think they're going to do a Hercules show. I think that 
that's the direction they're going to go. Because I don't think they're going to push this project eight years down the line. But then again, Adam Warlock was teased eight years ago, and he's finally hmm. – it was less than – it was like five years ago. But <laughs> Also, a lot of controversy in between that that delayed it. Was it really? James oh, Gunn yeah. got fired. Guardians 3 was supposed to be before Infinity War, right? Or maybe right after? Somewhere around there, yeah. That's right. That's right. And then James Gunn got fired, and then COVID, and it just kept getting pushed back farther and farther. How do you feel about the casting of um, the guy from War of the Millers? What the fuck's his name? Fantastic. Name. He, he got fucking jacked. He does look pretty buff. He got jacked. I just, my only, my only um, drawback was I feel like the Adam War- Will Poulter. Yeah. The Adam Warlock character is supposed to be like perfect and handsome and stunning. I don't think Will Poulter is that handsome mm. or stunning. That's where you're wrong, bud. Really? He looks like Sid dude. for me. Great looking dude. Jacked. Chisel jawline. He's going to be gold. Ed Helms would have been better. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the thing I researched, if you have no more Marvel stuff, is uh, yeah, DC posted a uh, a thing yesterday. It was a Superman graphic with a bunch of blood, and it said tomorrow. And I just looked today, and they're just doing like a 30th anniversary of the Death of Superman comic or something. Yeah, sounds about right. I thought they were going to announce something. No, no, they don't know what's going on there. They don't know what's going on with anything, really, besides Dwayne Johnson as, as Black Adam. They did show a little bit more of that. Oh, and the Shazam trailer. Shazam, yeah. Don't like it. Okay. Did you watch it? I watched a little bit. I can't say I watched the whole thing. It the first one had its own. It was a very, you know, it's two kids and obviously, and it looked it was very funny and it was very quirky and had its own things. And obviously, the movie can still be that, but the tone of the trailer was not that at all. And it seemed just like a generic superhero has to go fight generic villain and bunch Who's of CGI fighting? monsters. I don't know some fucking old lady that had the I don't know. Was it a teaser or was it a trailer? I think it was a trailer trailer. Hmm. I, gotta watch, I probably should have watched that. I've just, I've, as low as I am on Pixar, we were just talking about it, so much lower on DC. Shazam was like one of their best things they've done, though. That's yeah, why but I'm Wonder like Woman upset 1 about it. was fantastic, and then look how 2 turned out. We're still going to see Shazam. It comes out this December. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a lot sooner than I thought. We are going to see it. Don't fucking push back. What do you mean Sound push like back? you were about to push back. I never... Black of Adam. We're gonna fucking watch October. It. Th- uh, this year? Yeah. We're gonna watch that one too. That's wild. And you shit on every Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie. Not true. That's just so not true. I feel like every Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie <laughs> that we review, you've shit on. And I think it's only Fast Nine. No fucking chance, my guy. Red Notice. I mean, it didn't get a great score. I gave I gave it a better score than you gave it. And I think you gave actors a horrible score because you were like, oh, it's just The Rock being The Rock and you shit on Gal Gadot I gave Red reason. Notice two points lower than you. <laughs> you gave Gal Gadot hate for some reason. For no reason whatsoever. She's a bad actress. <laughs> I gave that movie an eight in characters. <laughs> um, you got anything else about Comic-Con? I don't. All right, let's jump into The Gray Man Review, Netflix. Spoiler alert. I didn't love it. Oh, I had a blast. Not a blast. Had fun. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part 
because me and Tyler are cheapies. Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. You can start whenever. This looks better. No, it's just, it's the same. It's Dash. His true identity is not. Fucking whatever, just man. Just pause. That's all the dashes are. Fucking, no, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. <clears throat> when the CIA's top asset, his identity known to no one, uncovers agency secrets, he triggers a global uh, just a hunt. I thought it was global manhunt, but he just triggers a global hunt by assassin set loose by his ex colleague. Those dashes really made you stumble. I feel I like. didn't stumble until a whole sentence later. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it got that's what it takes is it mm. gets in your head and then it takes a full sentence powered to catch up. It, powered straight through it. Um, the gray man, Ryan Gosling, Goslin, one of the two. It's G, uh, G at the end, Gosling. Chris Evans, a girl who kind of looked like Scarlett Johansson. Ana de Armas, throw some fucking respect on her name, Jay. How do you know that's the one I was talking about? Does she look like Scarlett Johansson? Uh, not really. No, I don't. Actually, none of these women look like Scarlett Johansson. There opinion. was the first time I saw her on screen, I was like, is that Scarlett Johansson? I think you're thinking of Ana de Armas, and I, I disagree. There was two main girls. There was uh, Jessica Henwick. Not she's not popping up on Rotten Tomatoes for me. Let me hold on, Jessica. What? Henwick. She, I believe, is in. Uh, oh, what is she in? What What the fuck is she in that I'm trying to reference? Yeah, thought that was Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. I don't At know first. what I know her from. What do I? She know looks her from? like Scarlett. Jo- ah, she looks a little bit like Scarlett Johansson. A little bit. Very, 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 very loosely. Yeah. Oh, Iron Fist. She's all in Iron Fist. I'll be damned. Anyways, um, this is an action Netflix movie. Um, look, I'll just be honest straight out the gate. Like, it is a movie I didn't love. I didn't necessarily hate it. Okay. But it kind of felt like like I feel like a film snob because I just felt like it was nasty slop that mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy. Did you say it was directed by the Russo brothers? It is. Well, I didn't say that, but it is directed by the Russo brothers. Directed by the Russo brothers. Uh, it absolutely was nasty slop. Yeah. And, and I'm usually eating that slop up. For some was, reason, I didn't eat this slop up. Look, man, it was some tasty slop. I didn't think it was that tasty. This movie currently is sitting at a... Oh, nope, 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 nope. Rotten Tomatoes for the Gray Man. We have a 47 critic score and yep. a 91 audience. That separation screams slop. That's the definition of slop. Yeah, but I just usually I like that these kind of dad action movies, like the fucking Outside the Wire, you know the yeah. whatever. Okay. I just for some reason this one just didn't do it for me, and I feel like we're gonna have a similar Tomorrow War experience right now in this podcast. Mm, I, we very mel very well may because this movie was fun. It was just stupid action nonstop. Uh, I will nitpick one scene later when we get to it, but it was just stupid, fun action, corny fucking dialogue between Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Oh my god! Um, it was just ridiculous. So you liked the dialogue? I enjoyed. I enjoyed some of the dialogue. It was ridiculous, and I had, I had fun with it. Um, it was. It was. It felt very much like the movie they were trying to make. I think they sat down and said, "Let's make just the most ridiculous, fucking like an '80s action film with today's cinematic ability." And they had a, oh, wait, this was today's cinematic ability? I think so. 
I um, thought it was like 2006's cinematic ability. And, oh, that's... No. Really? This movie looked like shit, Ty. It was the shaky. The CGI was bad. It was shaky at times. Go rewatch... I don't want to jump ahead, but go rewatch the plane scene. No, plane scene bad. Not just the shaking, but the plane itself. No, plane scene bad. Plane scene bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue that plane scene was bad. But there are so many other fun scenes involved. The fireworks scene also. Plane scene also wasn't like that bad. It was bad. No, but it, it wasn't was like. Ugh. The CGI was bad, Ty. I'm not. I'll, I'll talk were about fine. it when we get there. No, it. They were fine. It was they very obviously fake, Ty. Yeah, it, they no went, shit. But not like obviously. Yeah, no. Like it was fake. I know how movies are made. It's not real. Plot movie, slash story tie. I'll fun. just jump right into it. Please do. Because I have some gripes and I don't want to give them all away right now. Okay. Can you tell me the plot of this movie without reading the synopsis? <sighs> the plot of this movie is Sierra 6 is assigned on a mission uh, to take out a target. He goes yep. to take out the target. Finds out that it's actually Sierra 4. Yep. Um, a different ghost operative who then uh, reveals to him that... There is a conspiracy going on with people who run the Sierra program yep, yep, or yep. formerly ran the Sierra program yep. who are now trying to take out all the Sierra agents. Um, they try to take out Sierra six on de Armas says, nah, dog, they, they can't find him. He gets a little chip saying that like all the information, they then hire a private contractor to go and take out their quote unquote gray man. Um, in which case a chase ensues where he is following him around trying to murder him. Um, and all meanwhile, they use, you know, emotional leverage, kidnap a daughter, um, oh, kidnap okay. a daughter. Okay. The, the hitman's using emotional leverage. Correct. I yes. thought you were saying the film was using emotional no, no, leverage. No, hitman okay. kidnaps a daughter. So that way one of his old friends niece. turns against him. Niece. Niece. Who's being raised by her uncle. Um, and the, yeah, they just go around. He's trying to capture Sierra six and well, not capture. He's trying to murder Sierra six and get rid of him. And clean up the mess of the digital um, assets that could be incriminating. Okay, so here. <laughs> my issue with this plot is everything you just described, mm -hmm. every single aspect, yeah. was in like the first 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> Pretty Ooh, much. The sending the stuff away and going to retrieve it at the one lady's house. Okay, but I mean, most of the plot, the whole corrupt blah, blah, blah. Yeah emotional leverage blah 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 you meet the old guy and he instantly has to turn against him all that's in the first 20 to 30 minutes of this film and this is a movie that is over two hours long yeah they got the plot out of the way right away very generic action movie plot and, and now we're on a it was just a pointless not a pointless but just a a whole lot of nothing it was like a whole lot of action with nothing that was really driving it forward it was like Hey, we're gonna chase him here and try to fight him here. And we're in Prague. Okay, now we're gonna go here and we're gonna fight him here. Oh, now we're here. And like the plot points were very minimal, but they were expanded upon because each minimal plot point took thirty minutes to get through because there was a incredible action sequence to to coincide with it. <laughs> and I the end. I don't know. Like, why did these people get off scot free? Did they just know? No one found out that they were corrupt. Are they setting up a sequel? Who the people in charge of Sierra yeah. Six? They recovered the incriminating information. Oh, did they? See, I don't even fucking remember what happened. Yeah, they got it and smashed it. Didn't even remember that was happening. I gave this a seven. Okay, I gave it an eight. <laughs> I, it wasn't a good plot, dog. Like, they did what they needed to do, um, and then it was just like, let's have Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling try and murder each other for the next two hours. Yeah. 
Well, it's a lot of Chris Evans trying to murder Ryan Gosling. Not so much the other way around. Not until the, the end. I also, um, the girl who helps Ryan Gosling's Honor character Armas, and yep. shoots him with a trank dart. Why didn't they just kill him then? When did they shoot him with the trank dart? The first time they see each other in Prague mm-hmm. or whatever. They didn't want to kill. They weren't. It was. You're telling me this Sierra Six motherfucker who's literally trained to kill. Yeah. Someone's hunting him down with a SWAT team. Yeah. He's knocked out on the ground after this guy literally was just about to shoot him in the face. And when do they like, do that? They do that once he falls in the booby-trapped thing, huh? Like when he's escaping yeah, yeah. there, that's when yeah. he gets shot? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just shoot him then? It's a fucking action movie. I don't know. Just, they didn't want to kill him. He was... He was be better than that. They could have done like, oh, he gets shot, and then, I don't know, someone swoops in and grabs him, and they run away. So, they were just on the run. They were just trying to get Radical, out of there. The gun was sitting right there. Chris Evans' gun. He literally could have picked it up, shot him in the head, and then just... Over. <laughs> the movie's over. They could have, but... <laughs> Fucking cinema, Jay. You skip past it. That's fine. My one complaint with the plot and story. Um, there's a point where he falls into this well, this trap door. Yeah. Breaks the pipe, fills it up with water. Yeah. And then has a shoe bomb. Yeah. To blow up the top of the trap door. Mm-hmm. He is in water when that bomb goes off. Mm-hmm. Um, he's dead. You think so? 100% saw a bunch of YouTube videos about it. <laughs> like two years ago. Um, if a grenade, if you're like standing next to a pool and someone throws a grenade in the pool or just even anywhere, um, your best bet is to just lay down in the air. Cause if you hop in the water, water doesn't compress. All of that force gets directly transferred to you. You're mm. fucking, you're fucking dead. He's getting yeeted. Ryan Gosling's so fucking dead. He may as well have had that fucking shoe bomb go off in his mouth. Okay. I didn't even think about all that. Yeah. It's science. <laughs> the Russo brothers probably didn't think about it either. It's science. Oh my God. So dead though. Other than that, I mean, there's a lot of points in this movie. He That's probably right. should have been so dead. He gets stabbed. Got, he also gets got hit by a full times. speed vehicle. Full speed vehicle. And got right back up. Stabbed multiple, multiple times. Serious injuries. <laughs> um, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, dude. They're fucking superhero directors, and they're just like, hey, this guy's a fucking superhero. <laughs> oh, my God. Visual cinematography, Ty. This is my lowest score. I gave it a five. What? I gave it a five. No fucking chance, dude. I gave it a five. It looked horrible, Ty. No, I gave it a fifteen. It really did not look bad. I think were you paying attention? One hundred percent. You said you were falling asleep. You weren't paying attention. Yeah, towards the end because I already know the CGI was horrible. There was a couple of spots where the CGI wasn't great. Outside of that, a How lot of the other scenes. A lot of the other scenes looked really fucking good. Shaky as hell. You couldn't even see what was happening half the time. No, the action and everything was like A lot of generic gunfire. Non-stop. They had a couple of panning shots like through a city and everything. Whole bunch of color usage. Whole bunch of different. Color usage. 100%. My lord. Lord. The things you nitpick about visuals are hilarious to me. You got a movie wrong. You gave a a movie a bad score visuals. That was a. That was a. a I was overworked and underpaid (laughs) that week. You had me reviewing like five fucking things in one week. What do you expect? And you it give this a that. 15? What'd you give Lightyear? Gave Lightyear 15. Yeah, this feels about the same. Some of my notes I have is the fireworks scene looked very fake. Looked like a video game cutscene. It looked like... No, my God. PS5 no fireworks. No chance, Go back dude. and rewatch it. The fireworks no look horrible. Plane in the Sky looks so fake. Dude. So bad. Entire sequence is bad. Everything still looks so fake. Again, like a video game. Was shaking insane amounts. Quote, if we shake the entire screen, you can't even tell what's going on. People won't see the bad CGI. No fucking chance. I mean, yeah, it was shaky at times. I'm not another one. Flat ass background with Chris Evans and old guy. That's when they first interacted. You could tell they were very much in front of a blue screen. 
uh, did not add any well, depth in the to their background. No, the, just the very first time they Chris Evans goes and meets him. Um, I don't know if they're. Oh, Chris there. Evans meets yes. the the old guy. Um, also have they tried doing a drone transition between the car and the castle, and it was so choppy and bad when they were driving away from Prague, and then they they I remember that shot droned it into the car, and then it went to the castle, and it just usually these drone shots will like go into a tunnel and then come out the tunnel in the castle. No, it was literally just like car cut castle did not flow. I didn't think the visuals in this were very good. I thought the CGI was so bad it took me out of it. And I didn't think the action was redeemable. And I couldn't see half of it because it was so fucking shaky and gunfire everywhere. And couldn't even see what was going on. I disagree. I, I think it was shaky. I don't think it looked bad. I think some of it actually looked fairly good. Um, I, I <laughs> There's no way you could see genuinely. the CGI. Genuinely. The CGI wasn't great at certain points. But it wasn't taking me out of it bad at any point. Um. I think there was a lot of fucking shaky cam action action scenes, but I don't think it looked that that bad. I think we've seen much worse CGI out of fucking the Marvel shows here recently. Those have also been bad, but it doesn't make this better. I give She-Hulk a five visuals too if I had a, a scale right now. Might even give it lower. Okay. I I don't think it was that bad, and I think some so- shots genuinely looked good. Outside of the CGI, I think the cinematography in certain shots was done well. I don't think so. I don't have to agree to disagree. <laughs> I think you see this on a big screen. You see the flaws even more. I mean, my TV's pretty big. <laughs> it's not a small screen. <laughs> I watched it on this TV right here. I didn't even watch it on the bad CGI TV. You watched it on this TV? This is a 43-inch, baby. That's okay. Why are you okay? That's not like a that? lot. That's, I would argue that's like a small to medium screen nowadays. That's fine. I don't need it. I'm glad I didn't see 60 inches of this horrible CGI. It looked good in certain points. It didn't look good in some, but it also did look good in many. <laughs> no, it didn't. It did. Never a point in this film where it looked good. I was never impressed by anything that it did. If anything, I felt like the I whole was. movie was shaky and a lot of going on to hide nah. a lot of the flaws nah. that they had and a lot of the limitations they had. No. Nah. <laughs> I don't I don't agree. Were you making dinner while you were watching this movie? Already ate dinner. Dinner was already eaten. Finished it. Had a I think you were preoccupied. Full. I watched half of a movie before, turned it off, turned this one on, watched the entire thing. Didn't miss any of it. A little bit of it, but not most. Like, most of it I watched. <laughs> Key elements, Ty. I gave it a 13. Give it a 16. I very clearly liked the action more than you. I thought the comedy um, was fine. I, I I chuckled it many times throughout this film. I thought Chris Evans' character, which we'll get to later, was was a is a dickhead, but it was kind of funny. It's like just the right amount of over the top dickhead. So yeah, it's a, definitely a dad action movie. So it gets points for that. Percent, but yeah. I I think it's been done a lot better. Um, you know, I think there is layers to dad action, even though it's not necessarily supposed to be cinematic masterpiece but um i did not like the dialogue one bit and i guess i'll just talk about it here mm. i thought the screenwriting on this play or what whoever makes the the lines is that screenwriters sure yeah. script writers dialogue whatever. writer uh, horrible i thought the dialogue in this film was <coughs> horrendous ty okay it was like up there with dad from the little things or whatever the hell oh my was. god he literally, I in my notes, I put, ha, 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 ha. They called him a Ken doll. How funny. Not. I thought it was very funny. He was actually cast as Ken. I got the reference. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. You got the reference. It's fantastic. I thought the writing was so corny. And just like, 
I, I that's can't. the point though that's but what like they were trying bad. to make to, no to a bad point because it's like they're almost trying to still take these two characters seriously but then it was like corny bad dialogue like they were on the phone or something and was like huh calm down ladies like it's just like so it was not good it was not good dialogue ty it was not good screenwriting i don't know what the fuck to call it it was cheesy a hundred percent i'm not gonna sit here and say this was a master class and how to create a monologue. <laughs> what this was, was cheesy, over-the-top action flick dialogue, and a just stupid dickhead villain, and a very, very, uh, not Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds-esque character of just qu- quips from Ryan Reynolds would have been way better Gosling. at this. Uh, I, th- I like Gosling's it's very understated. Um, like, the end when he's laying there, he's like, do I am I living this? She's like, yeah. He's like, all right, the blood. Lots of blood. I laughed. That was funny. He'd been stabbed multiple times. I enjoyed it. There was multiple just I didn't stupid laugh fucking things one throughout. Time in this film. I laughed multiple times. Really? I think you were trying to take it too serious and expecting like I was high just cinema. Having a good time. This was a sloppy, sloppy, dirty. I was laying on that futon with Maurice watching it. Junk food of a movie, and I had a fucking good time with it. I I, I liked the character portrayals. Um, to go along, we I mean, were still in key elements: the comedy and characters. the action. Just characters talk- gave it a thirteen. Okay. I, again, not award-winning, but I liked both of these portrayals. I thought Ana de Armas, I like her in whatever she's in. Wish there would have more of her in this. Uh, she's fantastic in Knives Out. Um, but the the main two here is Ryan Reynolds, not Ryan Gosling, and and Chris Evans. And I like Chris Evans as an asshole. I like him as a dickhead character. He's a dickhead in Scott Pilgrim. He's a dickhead in this. Uh, I like the uh, the little role reversal there from Captain America. I give this a ten. Just average. Okay. I uh, thought that this was a, a a very poor, like I said, written film with the corny dialogue and everything. And I think that Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans' star power um, really elevated this film because I didn't think anyone else in this was particularly good. Sorry to Ana de Armas or whatever the heck her name is. Okay. Um, I think just their acting ability raised it to a 10. I wish it could have been higher. Because I really do think they had fun with this and they tried their best. But I feel like if this is a movie where it's a Netflix movie with two lesser known actors who aren't as good as Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, this is a very, very piss poor score. So, yes, they elevated it. But at the same time, I can't get past some of the things I just didn't really like about the characters and the and the everything. No, they. I agree. They definitely elevated it. I, I just like how they fully, especially Chris Evans, how he fully committed to the cheesy Dickhead, over-the-top asshole. And I'm, I'm going to give him credit for that. With that being said, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, the old guy, mm-hmm. just bad, dirty Santa, bad Santa, okay, whatever one he plays, he was fucking atrocious in this film. <laughs> he was really bad. Like, yeah. just the worst delivered dialogue I've ever seen. I, it was the dialogue itself. Well, that's the thing, was... is I think the other characters like knew what to do with it and have fun with it. He d- he had no clue what he was doing. He was reading that like okay, there was so- a uh, there was a fucking cue card behind camera every single time he was on screen, telling him what to say because he sucked. Maybe this maybe this is my problem with this movie. I feel like there's like a tonal thing because you're saying it was fun, corny, blah blah blah, all this stuff. I don't know if that's the movie the Russo Bros were trying to make. Oh, a million. I don't think so because you have these a- these performances like the actor you're saying and a lot of the other people who are taking it serious, like the the villain. I I literally wrote. Could they have cast a less intimidating bad guy? He looked like a fucking hipster that should have been at a fucking matcha bar. Chris Evans? No, the the main villain, the the corrupt Sierra guy. Oh yeah. Not intimidating. I could fuck him up. Um 
He doesn't even why isn't he even showing up on this? Exactly. And that's where I feel like there was a disconnect. Oh, like is. I feel like and you could say they weren't trying to do this. It's just my opinion. It's from Bridgerton. Like oh. they were almost trying to make this serious dad action film. Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling like read the dialogue, like, oh, this is corny. I'm just gonna go with that. And that's why their performances were better. Whereas you have all the other guys who are like and gals that are like, okay, this is a serious action flick. You know, let me deliver my line seriously and everything. And I don't know. I just I, I, there was a disconnect there for me. It really was. Like, tonally, I don't know. I just didn't No, I, I think the side characters mostly stunk. I just, I really liked Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling in this. Yeah. Ana de Armas, I wish we would have got more of, because I typically like her in, in any of the stuff she's been in. Uh, but those two were fucking fantastic. Yeah. They uh, did a great job with the cheesy dialogue. But, yeah. No, I, I would say fantastic. You're fucking wild. <laughs> I mean, movies, as, you as fantastic, as fantastic of a 13. This is not a high score, by the way. You give, I just, this is a very mediocre score that it's receiving. You and Riley like to like movie snob me and I really don't like it. But then you give movies like this in the Tomorrow War, like 70s. Because and I, I know how to it. have fun also. I can I appreciate, know how to have fun. I can appreciate art, but I can also appreciate a movie with a 91 audience score. Everyone is having fun with this. I can have fun. I gave Hubie Halloween like a 70. Oh God, that movie's dog shit. It's it's now my Halloween tradition time. I'm gonna watch it every Halloween. So gross, so fucking. Gross. Speaking of Halloween, we still dressing up together. Is that still happening? <sighs> Mario and Luigi. I forgot about that. We need to we need to get that. Yeah, going. Victoria was gonna be uh, Peach because you're um, Mario because you're shorter. Yeah. And Riley's gonna be Daisy. And yeah. I think Maurice is gonna be in on this. I think he was gonna be Toad. Maybe. maybe Riley wanted to get him a little Koopa, mushroom hat. Little Koopa Troopers. Give him a shell. Yeah, that could work too. Oh, because he's already on four legs. But Toad, I mean, Toad's a good guy. Do I have so. to jump on him. <laughs> Smash it. And we get my dad to be uh like Bowser. Okay. Uncle Tim, he's bald. He could maybe be like Donkey Kong. Oh, well, maybe he should be Bowser. He is Bowser bald? bald? I, he's got spikes. No, he's actually got the red hair. He's got the red hair up top. Oh, that's right. He's a ginger. That's right. Brandon and Kate gotta be in and so Miko and Darlene. Who can Brandon and Kate be? <sighs> Brandon could be a great Waluigi. Okay. Yeah. Kate No, I think Rosalina. Waluigi's the yellow, the anti Luigi. Waluigi's the purple one. He's a little skinnier than Brandon. Miko. Miko fucking Oh, perfect yeah. Waluigi. Miko's Waluigi. Perfect Waluigi. Yeah. Brandon can't be Wario. Wario's too fat. Yeah, no. Mario's even worse than Mario. Um, who's like the same? Who's a little bit taller than Luigi and more muscular? Is there like Donkey Kong? Brandon could be Donkey Kong. Kate could be, what is it, Diddy Kong? A barrel. A Diddy. Oh, there you go. A barrel? No, I like a barrel a lot more. That's fucking funny. That's fucking funny. And uh, Darlene could be Rosalina. Boom. Yep. There we go. I don't know if Waluigi has a girlfriend. He does in our Halloween universe. Waluigi girlfriend. Oh, fucking Rosalina. You know that? <laughs> yeah. What a pull. I, I think this is like fan fiction, but the first four are like YouTube videos <laughs> where it's Waluigi and Rosalina like with hearts and stuff. Like so. actually like. Yeah, I'm on just Google Images. I like the Waluigi girlfriend and the first four. It says Waluigi's girlfriend. It's just pictures of him and Rosalina. Fuck Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's all there's Wal Walgina. This happened in uh What? I what did this happen in? Walgina. Oh, that doesn't look that looks like a completely made up Oh, appears in Mario and Wario Bros play soccer. <laughs> what is that? She is a fan in, in the audience. It's a fanfic? It looks like fanfic. I don't think this character exists actually. I think that was a lie. You know, I think there should be less um, stigma around fan fiction. I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about fan fiction, like not 
someone they called in and talked about how they liked fan fiction, how it has a stigma. And, like, everyone just always thinks, like, oh, sex, you know, blah, yeah, blah, no, blah. that's where my mind went. But there's, like, a big contingent, I guess, of people who just, like, write and read fan fiction of, like, characters they love. And they just have them go on adventures and continue the story and everything. And, like, it doesn't get sexual. So I think we should uh, – maybe I'll write some fanfic and read some about Korg. Like – in and a non-sexual way. I think Korg's hugs has been uh, Dwayne the Rock. Yes. <laughs> he makes an appearance in that fan fiction. And I think we're going to get exposed rock in your fan fiction at one point. <laughs> no, it's not going to get sexual. No, that's what you say. But I think all fan fiction, that's where it leads. <laughs> no matter what. Because eventually you're writing a story and you're home alone and like something gets you going. And you're like, what if this story did this? No, I'm not going to do it, Ty. Okay. See, not all fanfic does that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Enjoyment. I gave this a nine single digits to wrap up the, the score. <sighs> not super high, but a 15. Not super high. Come on. I mean, 16, 17, 18, 19. Like those are really, really fun. I had good times with 15. I had fun with it. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I didn't have fun with it. It was a that's fun really, watch. I had a good time. I recommended it to my dad. I this is a movie my it. father would love. Um, that isn't really a great thing. <laughs> Hope he doesn't listen to this one. Look, man, it's a fun fucking movie. I know, I know how to not be too nitpicky. Oh my gosh, I know when to nitpick if they're trying to be artsy and they suck at it, and when to say, "Hey, this is what they are trying to make," and they fucking executed. The Russo Bros executed. I don't think they did. Well, what'd you give it as a final score? Forty-four out of one hundred. Oh, wowzers! I that's how I feel, Ty. That's a bad score. Hey, it's only three off of the the critic score. What, like 50 off of audience, you fucking film snob? Dude, I'm usually the other way around. I didn't think this was a good film. I thought you were going to kill it more than I did. I was like, shit, Tyler's going to give us like a 27. Mm. No, I had a good time with it, finished with a 67. Um, just, just barely fresh. Which is why I think it has a 91 audience score. Because it's, it's right there. It's just fun enough. Final score, 55.5, putting it at 115th out of 141 films with the likes of Jackass Forever. I could li- I, I'm happy with it living down there. It's, it's two points away from the Tomorrow War. <laughs> Very similar situation played out. I gave Tomorrow War a 70. You gave it a 36. Uh, we were 34 points apart. We were only 23 on the green, man. Only. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's still like... Well, well, the highest com- ever. Comparatively to 34. I think it's the second highest ever, actually. There's 28, 34. Third highest behind Hubie Halloween and the Tomorrow War. Yeah. It is. Hubie Halloween. Bad Maybe I, I'm just more... You're more forgiving to dad action movies for whatever reason. I mean, The Adam Project, I gave a 52. I feel like Adam Project is a movie that's eight points higher than this. And, you know, give I'm fine with that. Give a 63. I think this is very on par. Venom, I gave a, a little 54. Lower. You gave a 65. First Venom? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I think you just, some days you sit down to watch a movie and you're not really feeling it and you go into your fucking film snob mood. Oh my gosh. I think you I sit down to there. I enjoy this. And you just like fucking, what's his name? Maybe if there wasn't dog body. shit CGI in the first five scenes, I would have... Get a little Armin Whitey sometimes. Oh, no. Don't go there now. Sometimes. Don't go there. Armin White doesn't know why he doesn't like movies. <laughs> um, color draft, Ty. Drafting the top five colors <coughs> to wrap up the pod. We're at like 45 mm. minutes right now, so this will close us out perfectly. 
We're at 54. That's all right. I'll let you pick first. I don't know who went first last time, but I'll let you pick first. First color's white. Not racist, but just white. It's every color. It's every color. It encapsulates everything. It's the baseline for everything. Your walls are white. It makes a beautiful canvas for art. Um, it is the groundwork for every color while also being every color. But, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, black is the lack of color. It's white. White's the number one color because it's all of the colors. That's one of one. It's the color of a baseball. You want to just explain your... Uh, yeah. Okay. Explain my what? Well, Tyler's not a white guy. He's really not trying to be... Uh, Can't be racist. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly brown. I'm just shocked you went with this for, like, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm, again, I made... I Literally, my pick was white, parentheses, not racist. <laughs> it's written down. Has nothing to do with yeah. race. Fair. It's it's the color of the screen that I'm writing on my laptop. It's white. Yeah. So did you just take black. every other color so I can't even take a color now? No, white is its own color while being a part, and, you know, incorporated of every color. I'm going to go with number one, Dodger blue. Mm. For reasons that are pretty obvious, yeah. my favorite color is blue. Never would have never would have chosen that. I know. Easily could have taken that last. Well, I wanted to lead out with my true top five ranking. Okay. I love blue. Blue is my favorite color. Dodger blue well, is the best kind of blue. Did you take blue or Dodger blue? I took Dodger blue, baby. Okay, perfect, because your draft strategy fucking sucks. I'm taking powder blue mm. as my second pick. Powder blue, mm. beautiful Charger jerseys. Why are you taking powder um, blue, Ty? Because they make just the most beautiful Charger jerseys. And this is a draft strategy, and I wanted powder blue on my board. You wasted your pick on Dodger blue, so I get the Chargers powder blue. It's just the one of the best-looking jerseys of all time. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to scramble here because my board's only five five deep. Mm. Um, you fucked that up. You know how much I appreciate the Chargers powder blues. I'm going to have to scramble here. You know how much I appreciate the Chargers powder blues, and I never would have chosen I never would have chosen Dodger blue. It's a dog shit color. It's not even a good blue. It's too dark. No, it's not. Create some. Give me something more. Your fucking City Connect jerseys or whatever, where they're just all blue. They look nice. Awful. The worst ones. The worst ones. And it's all Dodger blue. How is your your big thing is oh Dodger blue? That's our color. And then you make a jersey that's all that color, and everyone universally hates it. Everyone universally hates all the City Connect jerseys just because they're fucking different. Oh, there's so much. I love. like all there's of so them. many of them. But no, if you every but single think, one like, that has been released, everyone's like, "Oh my god, no, horrible, not true." Well, you're the not on baseball Twitter, then. I'm very much Diamondback jerseys. Everyone loves the fucking Angels jerseys. Everyone universally loves. I think I like all of them. Every single one. Like no bullshit. I think every single one that they've released has been cool. My I like, favorite, the Giants. That's Giants, which is a pains me. Giants look really fucking good. That's the best one. I think universally, you pull baseball fans. Everyone hates the Dodgers the most. I think it's just easily accepted those were the worst ones. And the only City Connect thing about them is Dodger Blue. That's because the Dodgers wanted to stay true to their fucking whatever without changing it too much. That's just how they are. It's dumb. It's my boss. He can wait. Okay. You're off the clock, Ty. Fuck yeah, I am. I guess my second pick, which was going to be Powder Blue, is going to be um, Ocean Blue. But like, I'm thinking like Tahiti on a shack above the water. It's clear, but it's still blue, so it counts mm. as blue. Yeah. Um, no, it's just not that, a clear. It's a blue. That that t like you know that tint of blue when it, like a nice clean ocean, not the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Not You've probably seen Beach. the Hawaii. The Hawaii waters are probably magnificent. This I feel like just the, the best. The, the best color. I don't know if the best. I feel like the best would be like Fiji or something, but I haven't seen that. But in my lifetime, that was the best to this point. I hope to see it one day. 
because it's number two on my board. It's fantastic. Um, I just I feel like we've gone three blues in a row here. Mm-hmm. I could break it up, or mm-hmm. I could just keep it fucking rolling. We're gonna go with the blue. That is the color of our podcast logo. Oh, good the within pick, the Kyle. lines blue. Good pick. Within the I lines didn't even blue. Think about that. Um, that could have been a, a scramble pick for me. It could have. I'm just. That's the color of our podcast. It looks fantastic. It's got a nice little tint to it. Not quite Dodger blue. Not quite powder blue. Um, definitely not Tahiti Fiji blue. <laughs> it's just a great look. It's a great looking podcast logo. I, props to the creator. Thanks. You're welcome. It's just a generic color on. Uh, Photoshop, I'm pretty sure. They chose the right one, though. That they did. That they did. My third pick, Ty, is going to be something that I hold near and dear to my heart. Mm. And I've been pounding the table for this for not that long, but it's recent in our lives. And that's the Blue Man Group. We're fucking staying blue. (laughs) That's the Blue Man Group. Look, I've only been to two Vegas shows. The Blue Man Group and the Beatles Cirque du Soleil. Okay. Beatles Cirque du Soleil was very cool. But Blue Man Group blew it out of the water, dude. I know yeah. it's, like, such a dad thing. And I'm sure, like, 80% of the people that watch it are just like, oh, cool, whatever. Yeah, for sure. I really liked the Blue Man Group. And I suggest everyone go see. They, they're they not just Vegas. They're, like, you can go see them at Universal Studios Florida. I think there's, like, other venues they just play. There's obviously a big, large group. It is no longer the, the original Blue Man Group. I was going to say, is it the original guys or the other people dress up in blue face? No, there's, like, a, a big crew of Blue Man Group people gotcha. now. Well, yeah. I mean, it is Blue Man Group. They never claim to be, like, proprietary. Like, I'm the Blue Man. It's a group. <laughs> We're a group of Blue Men. Um, it was actually... Oh! So, the um, original guy sold it to Cirque du Soleil in 2017. So, they fucking made out. Good for them. Yeah, they probably got fucking paid. So, they play at... Oh, they don't play at... um. Uh, the, the Universal Studios anymore. They play in New York City. Okay. They play in Boston, they play in Chicago, and they play in Las Vegas. They also play in Berlin. They also have a oh. touring world show and a touring world tour and a touring speechless tour. Wow. Mm-hmm. Goes across all all borders. Yeah. Love to see it. Blue Man Group's for everyone. Mm-hmm. Look, man, I ran out of blues. Um, mm-hmm. So we're jumping back to my sports brain here. Um, green grass. Okay. Color grass. Just think of a nice, beautiful, well-kept uh, baseball outfield. Uh, I think the gorgeous football field, the yard yeah. marker, you know, the yard lines on it. Don't really like basketball because that's wood. I think that's <laughs> the disconnect there. Your, your only tennis you like is Wimbledon? Correct. Yeah. Um, soccer occasionally. Dude, the World Cup is this year, and I'm so fucking excited. Fuck yeah. So I told you is that about every four years, that Olympic thing? Every four years. It's okay. usually in the summer. It's usually happening right now, but they're having it in Qatar. Qatar, Qatar. Oh, isn't that like a giant shit show and they're like spending way too much money and it's very problematic? Well, that was like a long time ago. I think just a lot of people died building the venues. Ah, uh, yeah, not good. But um, it's really hot there, so they had to do it in the winter. And people still died building them? Well, they built them like years ago. But was it like safety regulations they died? Probably. Or like the work conditions? I don't know. There was also the Brazil stuff where they built all these new stadiums and they just went abandoned. Yeah. A lot of that happens when you build, you know, bring these the Olympics and the World Cup to these, you know, not as well off countries, and shit just gets abandoned. Yeah. All I know is the next World Cup's in the fucking USA, and I'm I'm gonna go to a World Cup this game. year, 2026. Oh, I just, will. I you just said it was happening. The next right one. Well, the not this year, but the next one. Okay, so it's 2022. 2026, 2026 is the USA. USA. 
and they're playing sick. at SoFi. So I'm, I'm going to oh, yeah. go. No, that's like right there. I've also told you about how I want to go to a soccer game for my birthday. Yes. There's actually a game like on the 18th. It's like a Sunday. That's not your birthday, but okay. I want to if I want to go. Gareth Bale is on LAFC now, so I want to go. Is he? Yeah. I think it's fucking awesome that we're just the minor league for world soccer. It's where, the, like, no, we're the watched. retirement tour. Yeah. Tour. You just come hang out like, hey, I'm not good enough to play with those guys, but I'll fucking kill all of you guys. Yeah. Hey, you guys are fucking child's play for me. And I want to. Then Zlatan. Uh, yeah. Ibrahimovic. Yeah, he came to the Galaxy. He played for like many years here. And I think he won like, well, he just came like, he only, it was only like two years and then he left again. Really? He won like MVP, yeah, and just like left or some yeah. shit. I don't know if he actually won MVP, but a lot of them do. I mean, I yeah. don't know if you remember Higuain. He used yep. to be in the Premier League. There's a bunch of them. It all started with David Beckham. David Beckham was the first one to figure this shit out. He's like, America seems pretty fucking sick, and I can be the top-paid soccer player over there. And the MLS plays in the summer, I think. Yes, and then the other leagues always play in the winter. So they're always playing, like, cold-ass England in, like, mm. December. Like, the the um, Premier League schedule literally is, like, September to April or some shit like that. It's, like, you know, cold. Okay. Whereas in the U.S., they're playing in the nice summer, yeah. kick back in L.A. beaches. Chilling. Yeah. That's the way to do it. But I want to go to that. I want to go. I don't remember who they're playing. And I want to wager like $500 on that. <laughs> I told you. I want to wager. Fuck uh, yeah. You want to be in on I want to be part of the fucking. Because that's like on my bucket list is to go to England and go watch like a second league English team where the fans are like borderline rioting. Like I want to be part of that. And that's the closest thing I can get to here in the States is going to LAFC and wagering a lot of money. Yeah. And I'll just I'll throw you guys in on it too. I'll wager 500 but I'll be like, hey, if we win, each of you get 100 just so you're feeling pumped, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant throw us in like, hey, I made a bet <laughs> no. for you. No, no. You're going to owe I'll, me if they lose. I'll give you the winnings. Okay. Just so everyone's pumped. Fuck yeah. That is the length I'm willing to go. Sounds exciting. <laughs> we can does. have our own little fucking section of chanting. And we'll go fucking insane. It'll be sick. Okay, instead of buying us like $100 tickets, what if we buy like everyone in one section? Like just a little $5 wagers or something, but that way everyone has fucking money on it and we make the American crowd get fucking rowdy. The problem with that is is sports betting is not legal yet in California and I have a bookie and trying to track down each of those people that give them yeah. their $5 one yeah, would be very hard. I was thinking more like Vegas, like you can get a ticket, go redeem the ticket. That's, yeah, that's hard. I could drive out to Vegas and then come. No. That's that's way too much work. You should have a fucking stack of fucking bet slips. Like, here you go. If you go to Vegas in the next whatever, that's yeah, good for $10. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually, I'll just go buy $105. I'll make $105 bets. I'd have to go like two days before the game, though, because obviously they don't put the game odds until. Yeah. And then I'll just pass them out to our section. Yeah. We'll like, just go hey. row by row. Like, hey, take one, pass it down. <laughs> funny <laughs> good shit everyone would be so into it if we won can you imagine oh don't put this idea in my head i just did that's like a that's a youtube video bro that's fantastic that's like a viral again YouTube gambling video. illegal what aren't they trying to pass that law though or it's yeah like, there's all those ads yeah, your people call this ads. california my people what? call this Ulapuli. you said your people and i'm like one eighth native america i almost got really offended <laughs> no that's what the ad no, says but like you i thought you were calling me a your people no we we're about to have the an native issue, americans calling that's real problematic to call me that <laughs> no it's funny because there's that group which is for it and then there's yeah. like another one that's like against it and no it's the simplest thing ever it's the indian tribes who own the giant fucking casinos and are rich off casinos are like hey maybe we shouldn't do it and all the smaller tribes who can't afford mega fucking casinos yeah. are like yeah this is a good idea we're gonna get yeah, money from but this. that's what the the anti one it's like talking about how horrible it is and then it's like paid for by the morongo band like yeah. it's morongo sam manuel like all the the pachanga yeah 
Yeah. No, so. it's just the fucking rich, you know, billionaire casino. Which owners. I don't understand. Why would they still not want to pass it? Just because they'd have less. They'd have more competition. The sports betting doesn't translate to like slot and table play, though. I don't think I don't, it's. It's not just sport betting. I thought it was online gambling. It yeah. might be more. I just know sports betting is part of it. So. Yeah. No, it's 100% like it's there. They don't want competition. They're allowed to ignore this law and be the only ones who can do it. Crazy. Yeah. How do you feel about it as a Native American? As a Native American, I, I'm i ignoring the fact that I'm a Native American. I just want a sports gamble. <laughs> it's, just, it's so simple. I just want to be able to like not have to go through some back alley bookie. <laughs> like me. <laughs> and just download an app and be like, I want to throw some money on this. Football season. Ah, well, it won't get passed for a while. Uh, my fourth pick. Is it no? Is it your pick? I just picked Blue Man Group, and you picked Grass. It's your, it's your pick. I went first. You have three so far, right? Did you write so I out? have to scramble. Yeah, I got Dodger Blue. I got Blue. You Man said Group. you had five. You should still have one on the board. I got Dodger Blue. I got Blue Man Group, and I got um, the Ocean Blue, Tahiti, yeah. whatever. You're going all blue uh, here, aren't you? My fourth pick is going. Yeah, that's to what be, I was uh, happening. You were going all blue. You fucked up because you could have got my the fourth pick, logo. My fourth pick is going to be Blue from Blue's Clues. Okay. Um, Blue's Clues was my favorite show as a kid. Yeah. Um, I was I dressed as Blue when I was two years old. Okay. Um, did, did there's you pictures really? of that. Yeah. Nice. Blue's a girl, though, so look at me being progressive. Love that. Um, Not problematic. That was, that was my favorite show yep. as a kid. I loved it. So I'm going to go with Blue from Blue's Clues. Got it. Fuck yeah. Okay. I wonder That's what Blue it. you're going to pull out of your ass, because I took two really good Blues off the board from you. You're going to be in the, the dog water of Blues by the time we get down. It could be dog water. That could be your final pick. Um, my fifth and final pick here. <sighs> I'm just going to rattle them off because I know none of these are blue, so you, you're not going to pick them. Um, well, you don't get to pick all of these. Well, no, but I'm going to say these are what I'm like deciding okay. between. <laughs> okay. Um, I have red, okay. uh, multiple angels, um, blood for like action movies and gore. You see red? <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's okay. what circulates through our body, keeping us alive. Yeah. And it looks really cool when it's outside color of our love. body. In the gray man. Um, color, color love, heart, yeah. romance. Yeah. My next pick would be like a tan, like a see-through tan, the color of beer. Um, <laughs> like a beige almost, a weedy brown, uh, but liquefied. Okay. Strictly for beer. I have no okay. other things. It's just the color of beer. That's fine. Um, the one I think I'm going to go with. Also has a sports, uh, you know, a, a, a connection to me here. It's gold. Uh, Saints, mm. black and gold. Gold. Just trophies. Trophies. The color of rich people. Color of celebration and accomplishment. Um, good. I mean, gold is like good luck in a lot of like cultures and everything. And it just looks so good too. Like it's, it's one thing to just be like something, but it's also something like it looks good. I, it's not. I don't think it's worth the most. Of all, like the minerals, yeah. Or I don't know. I don't fucking. Know. I, don't, I don't think that's true. But it's up there. It's a lot. And it looks fucking fantastic. Is price of gold going up or down? I could not even remotely fucking tell you. I'm just going to do... Wow. Instead of going on stocks, should you... Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just going to go back to like the 60s. What is this based on? Like, How much gold is worth this $55,000? <laughs> I, I heard you say, wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, $1,700 per ounce. Ounce isn't that much. 16 ounces in a pound. So a pound of gold is worth... 16 and 16 times 7. 55,000 per kilogram. That's a lot. Kilograms, like what, two pounds? Kilogram? Yeah. Kilograms about, I think 2.2 pounds was the conversion, if I remember correctly. In a kilogram. It's, I think it's 2.2. I think Look I totally nailed this. Americans. Uh, 2.20462, right on the fucking head. 
mm. without you know ex- extended decimal point. Um, I'm fine with that accuracy. Should we just go mining for gold? I mean, can you imagine we found a kilogram, dude. That fucking fifty five thousand dollars. The lottery, bro. I bought a billion. I bought fucking. I bought tickets. Six hundred. I got home from work and was like, "Hey, I'm going to the fucking. I'm going to the gas station. I think I'm gonna go buy like five. Six hundred million cash value. I've every time the lottery gets up. I don't know why I do this. I never buy lottery tickets. Like once a year. No, I don't either. Once a year. But as soon as I see an article saying, "Holy shit, look at this jackpot," I'm a sucker. As if two million dollars wouldn't also be life changing (laughs) for me. Well, it wouldn't be rest of your life money, though, but it would you be. You could probably retire off of it and make do. Get, like, if you invest it smartly. Yeah. You know? But you figure by the time you buy a house, that's already half your money gone. But then you don't have, you just. You can't live off mortgage. $2 million the rest of your life. I think, I think California retirement is a million dollars and you can retire. I As of right now. I think that's bullshit. If you won $2 million lottery, you'd probably get like $1.3. Your well, house would also be half counting, a million. I think it's a million dollars for people who are like retirement age. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can invest it in stuff and like yeah. buy properties and rent them out, but you're still gonna be working. You're not retiring. No. Now, if you won this lottery, six hundred million dollars, I would retire? never. I would never do it. Would I retire? Yeah. I think I'd still work. I can't I, not work. I mean, I don't just know. Get a job I would, at like Angel Stadium. Yeah, I would find a job that like I would probably start a business and just like work when I wanted to work. It's too stressful. But no, I would start a business and immediately hire someone to run the business. And she'd be like, yeah, I want to come and do I some shit. I just want today. like a fun, dumb job. Yeah. Like, like fucking something at a golf course. Like, just something like easy and. Just be like an on site caddy. Just something, yeah. Like, pay me. You don't even have to pay me. Just let me caddy at like this super expensive course. I'll learn it frontwards and backwards. But that's what I'm saying is I think like I would buy a golf course and then just show <laughs> up and be like, hey, I'm caddying. I'm golfing today. all day or whatever. Yeah, that, like, that, that also would be my a job. bad idea. Just buy a course. Yeah. Be like, hey, is anyone booked this time? Call them and tell them it's canceled. I'm playing. No, but I do this every time is I'll get tickets and then, like, I start thinking, like, fuck, what am I going to do with this money? Like, I'm going to win it. Like, yeah. who am I going to give how much money to? Who's yeah. getting this much? And, then like, it's so stupid. I don't know why I get myself even remotely excited. It's the most – no. It's never happening. But if it does. I don't know if I tell anyone. Maybe I just do it secretive and keep all the money. Did you win the last big lottery? Maybe. Fuck no. I'd give too much money away, I think. I'd give a lot of money 600 away. $600 How have long so does it take many cars. To... Well, that's... No, I think I think I would have to hold myself accountable. Like, I would have, I'd have a three-car limit. And if I wanted another car, I'd have to trade a car in. <laughs> you wouldn't follow that. Um, Why not? Fuck it. And, like, this is, like, just how my brain works. Like, I think about winning $600 million. Again, that's what it is after taxes. Like, is that lump sum? I stress or... it. It just said on the... In the website, it said one billion. It said cash value six hundred million. So it's three hundred million after taxes, probably. No, I think it's six hundred million after taxes. No, cash value is if you get it all sum. at once. Okay, so you're probably the yeah, full thing is three hundred to four hundred million or whatever. Yeah, after taxes, I'd probably just get payments. Because like, what do you even do with like a three hundred million dollar? Just how do they give that to you? You, I would probably I'd have to check. hire a financial advisor. Yeah, that's what you do, and you invest it. And that's, so, see, that's too stressful. It just, just keeps the, up with inflation. Just give me the fucking recurring payments. Just give me a payment. You're going to run out of money. You're going to run out of money. No, I'm not. 300, well, it would be more than 300 million if it was the payments. Yeah. I would never run out of money, Tyler. <laughs> that first payment would be enough to change my life on that much money. Maybe not that much, but. You run out of money? You're not going to capitalize on. No, it is the low risk. For, like, I don't you care about really capitalizing. You could really fuck up if you get that lump sum. Yeah. You I don't really fuck I'm already up. set for life. I don't need to capitalize. You know what I mean? 
Oh, so you don't want more money to help people in need? Got it. No. The lottery helps people in need. A lot of that gets donated. <laughs> that's like that was just taxes. No, it that's the lottery like raises money and stuff. Well, yeah, taxes, but I, yeah, but I like, think it also they, I think they do donate part of it or whatever. Yeah, probably like 0.2% and then the entire rest goes to government uh military funding more than likely. <laughs> my fifth pick in this color draft tie, you really like fucked up my joke here. It was blue. Not for the reason you think it was. Like the first because letter you think, or something, a script. No, no, Dodger. you think you caused me to do this, and this was my plan all along. I'm just going to take red. Love it. Just fifth pick. I was going to go all blue. And God, then just, now I really fucking wish I would have just chose red. I was going to go all blue and then just take red at the very end just to be funny. And now you think it's I did that because you took one of my blues. No, you did take one of my blues, and I scrambled for blue from Blue's Cruise. Blue Cruise. <laughs> I thought it was going to be funny, and it's just not funny anymore. I really fucked up. What would you have done if I would have taken red? Uh, I don't know. I would have just taken, like, gray or something. <laughs> no, actually, I did have a backup plan. Was it green? No, it was... Um, green. Because I also took green. <laughs> green actually was my original red, I'll be honest with you. Just because I, I do like green. Um, if you did color. take red, I was going to take hashtag 000FF, which is the hex color for blue. <laughs> that was going to be my, my contingency <laughs> contingency plan. Jesus Christ. So that was, yeah. So to recap, I have a Dodger Blue, Ocean Blue, uh, Blue Man Group, Blue from Blue's Clues, and Red. I have White, not racist. <laughs> Powder Blues, Within the Lines Blue, uh, Green Grass, or Grass Green, I should say, and just Gold. Just Gold in general. Color champions. I'm surprised. I thought, see, I did this route because I wanted it to be funny that way. I thought you were going to get, like, super creative. Like picks like Blue Man Group where it's like a, a band with the red hot chili peppers. I thought you were going to do shit like that. Yeah. And you I would have. You gave me no prep time. You told me on the way home I had a few minutes to think while driving. Got you home, grabbed my laptop. Drive. You act like thinking is <laughs> distracting you from driving. I was, in, I was in traffic, dog. You can't think while driving, Ty? I was also listening to a podcast. Do you carpool with your dad still? Yep. You could have you workshopped it with him. No, I, that's disingenuous. I needed to be mine. I don't care if you workshop. I do. I don't care what you care about. I care. <laughs> this is me. Uh, what do we got next week, Ty? On the docket, we have... Nope. Yep. We're going to do Nope. Yep. A um, couple other movies come out. I don't know if we're going to do those or not. We've been saying a lot of things. We still owe the people... I guaranteed a Jurassic World <laughs> review. Yeah. I guaranteed that that you film that will be released. Solo. Um, and we haven't done that, so I'm I'm hesitant to say anything else. We will do Nope. I just got to find a time to go see it. With no, no, no. We're doing Nope. This. There's the other movies that I don't think oh. we will do. So I'm just going to forget about them. We're Vengeance. doing Nope next week. We'll figure it out. We have a backlog if we're ever short a movie. That we do. We got some on the docket. Um, uh, we also have Bullet Train the following week, which I'm very excited for. Yeah, Riley's been hyped for that movie as well. Um, to fin- finish off the podcast, Random Rotten Tomato Movie Score. We watched The Gray Man. Thought of another movie with a color in the title. What's the first one you think of? I'm I'm stuck on blue after all the blue you gave me. The I was going to say red hot chili peppers. You also <laughs> said that. The is the Jolly Green Giant a movie or is that the the mascot for the vegetables? <laughs> that's the mascot for the vegetables. The Iron Giant is the movie. That's the movie? No, but that's I think that's the, oh. the giant movie you're probably like, Iron's not a color, that's a metal. Uh, Clockwork Orange. I chose gold, though. I did choose gold as a color. (laughs) A a Clockwork Orange. (laughs) Okay. 
I don't know what that. What is that? I've You've heard never of heard it. of a clock. I've never heard of it. I have no idea. Like if it's an artsy. Stanley movie. Kubrick. It's kind of like seventy-eight. Ninety-one. No shit. No, eighty-seven. Sorry, eighty-seven. Uh, is it seventy-eight? You said seventy-eight. I was dyslexic. It's I was kind. Had it. It's kind of like a cult classic, like before its time, Space Odyssey kind of movie, but for different reasons. Mm. Time travel. Um, it is in in an England of the future. Alex and his droog spend their nights getting high at the Korova milk bar before embarking on a little of the old ultraviolence while jauntily warbling, singing in the rain. <laughs> jauntily warbling. <laughs> Yeah, I swear to God, that's what it says. Jauntly, jauntily, I don't know, warbling. After he's jailed for bludgeoning the cat lady to death, Alex submits to behavior modification technique to earn his freedom. He conditions, he's conditioned to abhor violence. Returned to the world defenseless, Alex becomes the victim of his prior victims. I don't know. It's supposed to be like a mind fuck kind of movie. I'm pretty sure. He's a victim of his prior victims? Yeah. They'll gang up and get revenge? I guess so. Fuck yeah. I like revenge. It's supposed to be like a creepy, like the critics' consensus, disturbing and thought-provoking, and Clockwork Orange is a cold, dystopian nightmare with a very dark sense of humor. And a comedy. I don't think it's like funny in that way. I think it's like maybe societal kind of mm. sense like of Chris humor. Evans and the Gray Man funny. <laughs> sure, Ty. Sure. <laughs> you got anything else, Jake? That's all I got. Nope. Next week. That's probably it. Bullet train following week. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by 
by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.